Welcome back to the podcast. Today is February 26th. Guys, we only got a few more days until the end of Black History Month. I hope you learned a lot this month about Canada's history, not just from me, but from elsewhere as well. Today, we're going to talk about some of Canada's greatest Black athletes. This could be a very long list, but I'm going to hone in on a few athletes who were the leaders in their sport and in their time. We're first going to talk about John Armstrong Howard, the first Black athlete ever to represent Canada at the Olympic Games in 1912 in Stockholm for track and field. Howard was born on October 6th, 1888 in Winnipeg. At six foot three, with a slender frame, he was naturally athletic. He worked as a mechanic and in his time off, competed in local track and field competitions and played baseball. He eventually focused only on track and started winning competitions across the province. In 1912, he qualified for the Olympics, the first black Canadian ever, and expectations were very high for him. He was a phenomenal athlete and would represent Canada in four competitions. The 100-meter sprint, the 200-meter sprint, the 4x100-meter relay race, and the 4x400-meter relay race. Howard's Olympic experience got off to a rough start. He was not getting along with the Canadian track coach, Walter Knox. This was a time of lots of discrimination and racism, let's not forget, and Howard was being labeled as disobedient and difficult. Knox tried to get Howard kicked off the team, but the Amateur Athletic Union of Canada stepped in and it was found that Knox's complaints were baseless, so Howard would be able to compete. On arrival to Stockholm, Howard did not perform well. A stomach problem and continued issues with Knox are why many people believe he didn't do well. He didn't reach the podium in any of his races. On his return to Canada, he continued to compete in games, winning every race. There was no doubt that he was a phenomenal athlete. He just did not perform as well as he could have when conditions weren't right. When the First World War broke out, Howard enlisted in the Canadian Expeditionary Force, eventually traveling overseas to put his mechanic skills to work. While abroad, he continued to run and compete, winning a bronze medal in the 1919 Inter-Allied Games in Paris. He returned to Canada with his new wife, who he met in Britain, but they encountered a lot of discrimination for being a mixed-race couple. They eventually moved further north to a more rural community in Manitoba, where he picked up odd jobs until he passed away from pneumonia on January 9, 1937. He was 58. His grandson, Harry Jerome, would go on to compete for Canada at three straight Summer Olympic Games. And during Harry Jerome's career as a sprinter, he set seven world records. We're going to move on to another athlete. Her name was Angela James. Angela James was a pioneer of Canadian women's hockey, known as the female Wayne Gretzky, leading the team to four world championships in 1990, 1992, 1994, and 1997. James accomplished so many firsts in women's hockey, but also for black women and the LGBTQ community as an openly gay athlete. James was one of the first of three women to be inducted into the International Ice Hockey Federation Hall of Fame, And she was also one of the first two women, the first openly gay player, and only the second black athlete ever inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. James was such a prolific scorer that the Canadian Women's Hockey League named its trophy the Angela James Bowl. 
She's considered the first superstar of women's hockey. There are probably many reasons that she isn't more of a household name, but misogyny and racism are probably a part of it. Angela James was born on December 22, 1964, in Toronto, one of six children raised by her mother, Donna. As one of the only black children in her low-income neighborhood, she faced a lot of racism and bullying growing up, which was often physically violent, and this carried on well into her teenage years. She was very physically active and good at sports, and from a very early age, she loved hockey and found every opportunity to play. Her mother recognized her abilities and worked really hard to ensure that she could play. As there was no girls team, James played on the boys team, until she kept winning. The parents of the boys didn't think it looked very good that they were all second best to a girl, who at that point was the all-time high scorer in the league. She ended up playing in a girls league, and her mother would take her to games on the bus. James played hockey through high school and college, but academics were never her strong suit. She almost failed out of school multiple times. She was too busy playing hockey in two different leagues, while in school, and working two part-time jobs to support her family. James went on to represent Canada around the world, winning championship after championship. She was very controversially overlooked to join Team Canada in the 1998 Nagano Olympics, when for the very first time, women's hockey was included. It was a devastating blow for James, who at that point was the biggest player in the sport. Canada ended up losing in the finals to the United States, and many thought the outcome would have been entirely different if James had played. On retiring in 2000, she went on to be a successful referee and coach. James was inducted into Canada's Sports Hall of Fame in 2009, and in 2010 is when she was entered into the Hockey Hall of Fame. There are a few honorable mentions that I'd like to just briefly go over. George Dixon from Nova Scotia was the first Black Canadian world boxing champion. It's also believed that he invented shadow boxing, the exercise where you spar with an imaginary opponent. Herb Carnegie was the best hockey player to never play the NHL. Because of racism, he wasn't allowed to play in the league, despite being incredible on the ice. He won three Most Valuable Player Awards in a row while playing hockey in the senior leagues in Quebec. Ray Lewis, also known as Rapid Ray, was the first Black Canadian athlete to win an Olympic medal. And then I'm sure many of you also know this last athlete, Donovan Bailey, who at one time was the fastest man on earth and who won Canada's first ever gold medal in the men's 100-meter race at the Summer Olympic Games in Atlanta. Being the first Black Canadian athlete in any sport required grit, perseverance, resilience, and then on top of that, they had to have incredible physical ability. The mental toll it must have taken is hard to imagine when you're dehumanized on a daily basis and then have very heavy expectations of success put on you when you're on the field. Join me tomorrow as we continue the discussion of a Canadian athletic superstar, Willie O'Ree. I'll see you tomorrow.